One last piece in the Sivis, which picks up the same train of thought, and this is in Sivkotn Yud. We learned Sivkotn Tes, Sivkotn Yud Aleph. Now let's see a piece in Sivkotn Yud, the middle of Mizenil, the Fianir's Daiti. And here the Sivis points out something else. What's this halacha that if the Lekech was Mavatl Mukhir, right? Remember our Lekech sent an angry text to the Moichir, he says, I'm Mavatl, that's it, I'm sending you back the stuff. And he's right, the stuff is defective, the sale is null and void. So why should the Lekech have to get the stuff back to the Moichir? I understand the concept now, that the Sivis explained it to me, that he's a Shemus Sochar, he's responsible for it, insofar that the Moichir didn't come pick it up. Some of the statute of limitations. Could he just leave it by him for a year? That's beyond ridiculous. So whatever's a reasonable amount of time for him to come get it. I don't want the stuff. It's taking up space by me. I have to pay for storage. Who needs it? But why am I responsible for the shipping back, like we saw in Shulchan Aruch? If I, as a, as a customer, take it away from the Moicher, I take it to uh, a washing machine I bought, and I brought it up to the country. Okay, the mice of the washing machine is not mine. Why shouldn't the Moicher be responsible for the shipping and handling back? Explains in the Sivis that the concept over here is that you're somewhat bedoimed to a mazik by removing a chayfetz from somebody's rishos. Listen now, he says, "Mizanil l'fiyani is daiti." Tim chotav Reuven chayfetz mishimin. If Reuven took a chayfetz from Shimon, not with intent to steal it, he's not stealing. V'hilichoy l'mokem acher, and he put it someplace else. I'm not stealing it. I know. I just took your coat, and even if you wouldn't mind necessarily, I took your coat and I uh, took it on a bus, to a different location. And now you want your coat back, Bimkoim Kho, who's responsible. I, I didn't steal your coat, I didn't become a Mukhuy Vachrayis for it. Chayiv Ruven Lahachsal Echevitz Alhoitzoisev Dere Mazik Biyadayimu It might not be a Ganev, but you're a Mazik. Removing a Echevitz from somebody's ability to use, from the owner's ability to use it, is a form of mazik. Same way picking up a rock and throwing it through your window is a mazik because I ruined your window. If I ruin your chayfetz by putting it outside your ability to use it, I have to make sure, same way if I broke the window, I have to fix it, replace it. If I removed it from your ability to use it, I have to make sure it gets back to you. I have to pay for the shipping and handling. And the Nesivah says, the Kavachim, the Hochem B'Shoigek Halicha, he didn't even know so this is this is mechadish that is a form of mazik of removing a chayfitz from a person's ability to use it, from the owner's ability to use it. That's also a form of mazik. And the this says this in the same context. Comes along Rebbe Zalman in Evan Ozl, classic sefer Evan Ozl and Hilchus Mechira, and he argues on the whole train of thought. That means like this, like in the Sivis, when a Lekach informs a Moichah that he's being Mavatal, the Mekach, the sale now is officially null and void. The Chayfetz no longer belongs to the Lekach, it belongs to the Moichah. The Moichah owes the Lekach back his money, the Lekach has no business with the Chayfetz. He might have a Din Shoimer, a Zaitika reason, but he know that he could theoretically own it if he wants to, but Din Shoimer. He has a halacha to take it back because if he transported it, that's a form of Mazik. But it's, and, and if it becomes Chayv later on, it's a new Chayv of Shem Esachar. The sale is null and void. Says to Mrs. Amin, no. 
Again, this is in Mechiri Perek Tazayin Halacha Gimel, the paragraph that starts with Lechen Nir. Lechen Nir the Ikud Din Chazor Samekach. This that a Lokeach returns the Chavitz to the Moicha, Shenimtza by Mum, something that's defective. Any Shemuchuiv Hamoicha Lachsol Leamoyis. It's not that the Moicha is Muchuiv to return him the Moyis. Vahamoicha Yelech Lechapes Hamekach B'Mokum Shuhu. Beetzem the Moicha has to return the money. There's a sale that's null and void. Return my money. You're holding on to it like a din. Plus, your chavitz is now here. Come and get it. So maybe I'm a mazik. That would be mechaim. I'm a shemesach until you come and get it. No. El de'ena moichem mechuyiv lahachse amoyz elakishiyachsel elakech hamekach. It's not so simple to say the sale is null and void. When I sell you, or I'm calling myself lekech, when you sell me merchandise, bedding, textiles, a car, the car I bought. This is the car that I bought. If I decide to be makbid on the mumsha boy, I'm exercising my uh, my bailing out option. There are rules and regulations, there are stipulations to how I can exercise. It's, it's so to speak, that we'll use the shbrach that Rebbe uses. There's a t'nai in the mekach. I bought this car from you. I bought this linen from you. No two ways about it. The, the, we're not talking here about I bought something and you delivered me something else. Apples and oranges. I bought something. There's a defect. That creates a tonight. If I want to be makbid on the defect, I can return it to you. But since that's a tonight, the tonight is part of the agreement between us. What was the agreement? The agreement in every sale inherently is the stuff is expected to be, the merchandise is expected to be on a certain standard of performance, quality, behavior, etc., at the same time, it's understood that being that you have a right, if it's not, to exercise your bailout clause, you have the responsibility to give me back my stuff. That It's not a separate din, that's part and parcel of the sale itself, of the Tanai and the Mekach, which gives the whole din Mekach toys. I have to get this stuff back to my supplier, because if not, I don't have a right to get my money back. The Mekachtois itself demands. I don't have to get it back to him because I'm a mazik. The fact that I'm responsible for his That is the existential understanding of Mekachtois. Seems to be a Chiddish. It's a Mekachtois, so then the sale is null and void. In time with the Milso, when you buy something, there's an understanding that you're buying it on a certain level, without a mum. There's an agreement between people. Part and parcel of the agreement is, I bought this car, but part and parcel of the agreement is that it should be up to a certain standard of performance. This is not inherent that I never bought it from you. I bought it with a tenai, with an understanding that I can return it if I'm not satisfied. Legitimately not satisfied. Lafi what the quality should be. I bought it, but tenai it should be a mum. He didn't give it to him without a responsibility. I, I, the guy never sold it to me. He never sold it to me that I could just put it out in the street and finish, done with it, and now you can't pick it up. It's given to me. Again, an agreement between two people is predicated on what's normal, fair understanding. 
It's fear and it's normal that I should get stuff that's not defective. It's also fear and normal that if you want to give it back, even rightfully so, that there's a level of responsibility. You ship it back and you give it to me. And then, I'll ha- and then my supply will have to give me back his money. The umdina, the understanding between the parties is you, I send it back and he wires me back the money. Therefore, I'm definitely responsible because if, I, if I'm negligent in watching this stuff, he doesn't have to give me back my money. If I take it, I didn't tell him that I'm taking it up to the Catskills, the washing machine. As far as he knows, I'm taking it over here, local in Brooklyn. I'm sending it to the country. That, that's my business. I have to get it back to the market. That's the agreement between us. And of course, if I'm negligent, how much does he not have to pay me? The whole thing. I don't have a right to bail out of the sale. So, if I'm negligent in watching the chayfits, the merchandise, until it gets back to him, he's not responsible. I just don't get my money back. So this is a groundbreaking machloikis between the Nesivis and the Evan Ozel. The Evan Ozel actually has a tagdim, has a precedent, the Imre Bino, the Rav Yerushalayim, who wrote in the late 1800s, also writes this mahalach in Simon Reish Laman Bez in his Sefer extensively. And there's a tremendous, tremendous nafkeminis between, as we've seen, between these two mahalachim. I would point out, however, that this understanding of Mechachtois is, is the Mechachtois of Mum. We've discussed previously there's another type of mekachtois. There's a mekachtois of apples and oranges. I order from you bedding and you sent me the wrong crate, you sent me electronics. I didn't buy those electronics. There's no, it's not an understanding that I could be mavatl the mekach. I never bought it. So on that, in that sense, if the stuff lands by me, even if the invoice is the same, it's the same thousand dollars, I never bought electronics. I bought bedding. You want to tell me the bedding is not up to snuff, it's not the same quality? Okay, I bought it. I have a right to give it back to you and get my money back. But not if you sent me the wrong box. So if you sent me the wrong box, certainly I can only be responsible, call it a shaymer. I can only be chayiv to send it back to you, call it a mazik, if you want to use that concept in the Sivas. So the, the conceptual ideas in the Sivas have to be true. Legabi a different type of Mechach toys. But Legabi the Mechach toys that we're, we've been learning of defective merchandise over there, the Imribina and the Evan Ozel, say that it, the, the dynamic is not al it's not al Mazik, but that's part and parcel of the agreement between the two parties. This is a contractual obligation that imposes a return of money, a wiring back of money on the Moichah's part, and a return of the Mekah from the Lekech to the Moichah on his part. The other important Nafkimina Lahalocha that comes out of this back and forth is that the Nesivas provided us with a very big Chiddush, which is that Taking someone's chayf, it's not stealing it, but putting it someplace where it's going to incur expenses on the person, it's inaccessible to the owner, is in and of itself a form of being mazu the chayf, and the person who does that will have to reimburse the other fellow for having to get his stuff back. By accident, I took something on a plane with me. I, I packed your two bachim in, uh, in yeshiva, let's say. And one bachim is going back to, Amer- to, to America for Ben Ismanim. And he packed along by accident something from his roommate. So now it's here in America. He's not even coming back after Ben Ismanim. Who has to pay for the shipping and handling back? Lefidin Nesivis. He proves from the halachs that we've discussed that that is a form of mazik. Other parties can clearly argue. What are they going to do with our right? Very simple. They're going to go with the Imrebina and the Evan Ozel. 
that'll hold that the Mechaev in context of Mechach Tois is only in the context of Mechach Tois. It has absolutely nothing to do with regular Hulchus Mazik. So these are some of the Nafkeminis, as well as the Nafkeminis outside the realm of Mechach Tois, that go into these two Mahalchim.